Good morning and welcome once again to another episode of Spiritual Fortitude with Dr. Angela Kennel. I am she and it brings me great joy to be with you once again. I am just so grateful uh, to the Lord for another day. This is the day that the Lord has made. Let us all rejoice and be glad in it. I thought we were going to have some liquid sunshine this morning, but here in Atlanta, we have sunshine. The sun is piercing out of the sky and, and God has painted it beautifully uh, this morning. So I am just so, so, so grateful um, to the to the things that, that we often take for granted. Just looking at the sky and the, when the sun breaks and all of that. It just, just take the time. If you've never taken the time to, to watch the sun rise, it's one of the most beautiful things you can ever witness. And that is just a testament to what God has done. Um, the word for today, the word for the day is speak what you seek and be careful what you speak over yourself. Be careful with that because what you say is pretty much what you'll have. Um, we have that authority. You, you do understand that. You have that authority to speak what you seek and believe it will come to pass. Um, I used to be on one of my friends really, really, really bad. It annoyed him. But I used to be on him really, really, really bad about speaking words over himself. And he'd be like, I'm just joking. No, don't joke. Don't joke. Don't joke. Because according to the word of God, death and life are in the power of your tongue. So be careful what you say. Be careful what you say of yourself. Be careful what you say of your circumstances. Be careful what you say over your your family, friends, those, those that are in your life. Be careful what you say. Speak life, not death. I had another um, another friend, and she's so wise um, in her years, and, and she said she had to teach herself how to say, I love you to life. Because, you know, the, the saying is, I love you to death. That's not speaking life. I love you to life. And that spoke to me. I'm like, you know what? You're absolutely right. How, how can we not speak that? So it's even those small things where you say, well, I, I really mean love you to death. Well, that's what you said. <laughs> so be careful what you say over yourself. And be careful what you say of your circumstances. Speak life to whatever you're facing, any adversity you're facing. Speak life over that. Continue to speak life over the good things that are happening in your life. Speak life. Speak positively. Speak good things. God is good all the time. All the time, even though we, we want to take, take that away from him too. But he is. He is who he is. And we are who we are because of who he is. So understand, speak life. Okay? All right. Let's go to God in prayer. Father God, thank you so much for yet another day. Thank you so much for spiritual fortitude. It is your show first and foremost. I will forever give you credit for that because this is not my doing. And I honor you for that. Thank you so much for allowing me to sit in this seat every week to carry out what you have appointed me to do. And Father God, thank you for getting my guests here safely this morning. Thank you for getting Robert Green here safely this morning. Lord, we just honor you and thank you. Thank you for the sunshine. And thank you for that rain because it replenishes the earth. And Lord, 
Thank you so much for this episode. May it be a blessing to those that have an ear to hear across the land, around the world, Lord. And we thank you so much for this opportunity to talk about the goodness of you and to spread the gospel of Jesus and that wonderful gift of grace. It's in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Ladies and gentlemen, we're now ready for our Selah moment. And today's song is Good, Good Father by Tim Bowman Jr.
That was our Selah moment. Good, good father, Tim Bowman Jr. He's so good, y'all. I, I can never say that enough. He's just so good. Ah, uh, before I bring in my guest, I do want to say good morning. Good morning to our 102.6 The Situation family. They had a successful weekend last week with the Atlanta Curve weekend. That is something that is unique and different and positive, and I implore you to look into that for next year. Um, I want to say good morning uh, to Mama Sylvia Tiller down in Buckhead, Georgia. I love you, Mom. I know you're listening. And I also want to say good morning to my father, my brother Edward, and his beautiful wife, Veronica. I know you guys are tuning in, too. I did not say his whole name. I said Edward. I didn't say Ed. Oh, sorry, brother. I'm working on it, brother. <laughs> Robert is laughing hard. <laughs> okay, so, yeah. Good morning, brother. So, I know you're listening. I didn't say Junior, though. I, I, I love that part of. <laughs> but, yeah, so I just want to just send out uh, some love and light uh, to just everybody. Oh, and my Aunt Barbara. She listens every Sunday, my auntie. She does, and and I appreciate that. I love her for that because she's like, it's really good. So, auntie, thank you so much for your support. Um, Dr. Wanda Hudson, you know, I always talk about Dr. Wanda. Uh, my That's my sis, and I talk about her every Sunday. Well, she's here in the studio live and just being so wonderfully generous. She brought breakfast and coffee for me amen so bless you sis thank you so very much for loving on us today i appreciate that now my guest my guest is dr bobby shane brooks he is an author evangelist teacher entrepreneur and founder of positive id ministries Positive ID Ministries was founded upon Bobby Shane's God-given desire to ensure believers experience more than fire insurance, love it, but understand who they are in Christ, being made aware of their blood-bought right to experience heaven right here on earth. Bobby Shane truly has the gift of teaching the word with simplicity, southern charm, and quick wit. Bobby Shane serves in prison ministry at Georgia Diagnostics and Classification Prison as a volunteer chaplain. He is also a graduate 
of World Changers Bible School, College Park, Georgia, the class of 2017, the best class, and his doctorate of divinity is from the International School of Ministry. Bobby Shane is a business owner, and he owns Shane Steamers Incorporated, a carpet cleaning company serving the Atlanta area. He and his wife, Jill, have two children, Levi and Sarah, and reside in Jackson, Georgia. Ladies and gentlemen, I present to you Dr. Bobby Shane Brooks. Good morning, Good morning Atlanta, brother. Charlotte, Hello. Albany. Amen. How, how are you? I'm good. 816 degrees. <laughs> or 816 in the morning, 72 degrees. I've never said that before. I wanted to say that. Amen. Give a little weather update. Yes. Amen. Man, I'm just so excited to have you here. I'm excited to be here. Never thank done live radio. I'm jazzed about it. Man, thank you for your yes. Yes. Yes, yes and amen. Yes. So my connection with you is we were students at World Changes Bible School. And when I met you, I was like, he different, God. Hmm. He different. Amen. And so going through classes, we had like six classes a week. Mm-hmm. And um, very, he- very rigorous. Very rigorous. And Bobby was like a walking human Bible, guys. Like, seriously. Seriously. I mean, oh, my goodness. It poured out of him. So I knew it was. I knew his story was unique. And um, one day, he said, do y'all realize we always sit on this row? Mm-hmm. I was like, uh-uh. He was like, this row six. That's it. So it was myself, Bobby, Pastor Wanda, um, and Mentresa. That's it. Yeah, man. Row six, So man. you are the last one on row six to come on the show. Oh, I'm excited. Man. The completion of row six. Absolutely, Amen. absolutely. So not only that, but Bobby's been in ministry even before the Bible school. You were in ministry, right? Yes. Yeah. been a volunteer chaplain at um, the Georgia Diagnostics and Classifications Prison since, I'd say, 2012. Awesome. Um, been involved in ministry. Uh, since then, mm-hmm. excited about what God's doing in the earth, Amen. excited to be a part of it, Amen. believe that everybody that can hear my voice was born for such a time as this. That's right. Right now. Absolutely. So I'm excited, man. Yeah, man. So let's get into it. So you, um, how, how, you, so did you, you grew up in Jackson? Well, I grew up in Clayton County. That's right. Clayton County. That's right. I'm, I'm a uh, Mara High School graduate. That's right. And, uh, have you seen a new school? I have. Yeah. Uh, I had a little... I had a little get together there, and okay. um, the the old school they had to get together at it, which they're going to repurpose that. Yeah. But yeah. So I'm a Clayco graduate, and I'm born and raised here on the south side of Atlanta. Amen. So very familiar with all the ministries that are here, and um, was right. really excited to be a part of that school. Yeah. And man. still am a part of that school. That's right. To continue Forever. to teach there. Yeah. That's right, man. So this past spring was my first time as an instructor. Right. Different. Oh, yeah. It's different on the other side. Oh, yeah. It's definitely different. Yeah. Having a grade still going yeah, into Moodle. Man, yeah, man. Going into Moodle. Shout out to Gary this morning. <laughs> Good morning, brother Gary. Love you, sir. <laughs> Amen. Dr. Orr, love That's you. That's right. Amen. Sending out some love to Dr. Orr. Amen. Um, you know, her mother transitioned. Mm-hmm. So, this week, Dr. Right? Orr, definitely sending out love to you right now. We love you, ladies. Yeah, man. Thank mm-hmm. you so much for the opportunity. Amen. Um, But... Bobby, and, and I'm calling him Bobby. He is Dr. Bobby Shane Brook, but that, this is my brother. Come so on, I, sister. <laughs> Amen. But you, your, your story is unique. 
It is. It is. But but so is everybody. Yeah, everybody has one. Right. Everybody has one. And what I love is the fact that you've always been transparent, that you were here, but by the grace of God, right. now you're here. Yes, some, some people on earth are not supposed to be here. Right. And I'm probably one of those people. I've been shot at mm. and uh, experienced oh some, some addictions in life that My were um, a little overwhelming. Yeah. But yeah. by the grace of God, uh, his plans for me are still in front of me. Amen. 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 I, um, I'll, I'll go into it a little bit if you yeah, like. Yeah, a little bit. I, yeah. um, I started using uh, methamphetamine when I was 16 years old. Mm-hmm. And I was in bondage to it for 18 years. And it's kind of interesting. The number 18 is directly tied to bondage in the Word of God. But, yes. Uh, so I, I found that very interesting. But um, mm-hmm. God seemed fit to give me an identity that I wasn't aware of. And once I became aware of the identity, mm-hmm. I began to realize that any form of bondage, whether it was methamphetamine, other people's opinions, mm-hmm. pornography, any of the things that, that seemed to bring men and women into bondage was just not part of the identity that God had given me. So, Amen. So when I found that out is when things begin to change. And uh, the first time I ever heard a full gospel preacher mm-hmm. uh, preach on grace was mm-hmm. in 2012 when I heard Dr. Dollar speak on it. Wow. And so that kind of changed me, too, because I knew that, uh, you know, we used to make fun of the Baptists because the Baptists believed in once saved, always saved. Uh-huh. And then uh, they were making fun of the Pentecostal movement because they were praying in the Holy Ghost. Mm-hmm. Well, come to find out both of them were right. That's Amen. right. That's so right. it's a very interesting time for me to see Dr. Dollar get the revelation on grace and then be able to pick it up and run with it mm-hmm. uh, and still learning more and more about, about it every day. Yes. So I'm really thankful for the the, uh, the growth that God has given me. And, you know, I'll remind every listener that growth in the new covenant is never by addition. It Mm-mm. doesn't add anything to us. Mm-mm. Growth is by nutrition. It's about realizing what we already have. The book of Philemon says that your faith will become effectual. Amen. If you'll begin to realize every good thing that is already in you. That's right. So these listeners that have born-again relationships with Jesus Christ that are in covenant, man, it's already in you. Already. Every answer to every problem that you will ever have mm-hmm. has already been deposited on the inside of you. So it's when you find that out and when you begin to get revelation of the fact that he loves us so much that he prepared everything for us and mm-hmm. has now given it to us. Yes. Man, we can't do anything but win. Amen. Every time. Every time. It's Every a, time. It's it's a it's a great revelation to realize that it's kind of like Christmas morning. Yeah, absolutely. You know, you never seen a child on Christmas morning come down with those presents. I mean, they've shaken <laughs> those presents. Uh-huh. They think they know what's in those presents, uh-huh. and it's got their name on them. Yeah. And, and so they come down on Christmas morning. And they're going to open that present. But before they do, they ask mom or dad if they'd like for them to go out and wash the car uh-huh. before they open that present. That's I mean, right. that's that's absurd. Yeah, that never it happens. Is. And no. even if you don't have children, you used to be one. Yep, so, exactly. so you know that that's absurd. Uh-huh. So that's kind of what he's prepared. Everything that he's prepared for us is like a gift. Yep. So we need to wake up as if every day is Christmas morning and go down and begin to open these presents. Amen. Amen. From Amen. healing, deliverance, yes. being made free from Absolutely. any dominion of sin, sickness, yes. demons, fear, all that's been prepared already. What where where did did we go wrong? I, and I was talking to, may have been my brother. I was saying how I was really excited about having you on here because I wanted us to touch on our true identity, which is in Jesus Christ. You know, right? When I grabbed a hold of that, Bobby, right. it changed my life. Well, people need to. There's a a key to understanding that teaching and the key of it is is to realize that you are spirit. Yeah, absolutely. You don't have a spirit. You are, are a spirit. You are spirit. That's and you, right. You possess a soul, which mm-hmm. is your 
what I've been taught, your thinker, thinker feeler, and chooser, right. or your mind, will, and emotions. That's right. And then you're having this earthly experience as a spirit possessing a soul in this earth suit, what mm -hmm. we call a body. That's right. And if you can really begin to understand that, especially scripturally, First Thessalonians mm -hmm. uh, chapter 5 Come talks on. about it. When, when you start talking about uh, realizing that you truly are a spirit and that spirits never die. Mm-hmm. And that's that you'll right. be here forever and you're having an earthly experience, it makes the understanding of it uh, so much easier. Because when you were born again, when you received Jesus as your personal Lord and Savior, that old, dead, unregenerate spirit was snatched out of you. Yes. And he replaced it with his own. That's right. So according to 1 Corinthians 6 and 17, you are one spirit with God now because you have Jesus living on the inside of you. Amen. You can't be separated from that spirit. But the thing that, that we weren't taught is that we still have a mind, a residue from the old man, because before you received Jesus, you were programmed with that old mind, That's right. that old way of thinking. So now that you have the born again spirit, what you have to do on a daily basis mm -hmm. is renew the mind. That's right. And it is not something that is, you do it one time or do it for a week or mm -hmm. do it at a conference. It is something that must be done on a daily basis. Daily basis. Yes, sir. Yes, so sir. It's good stuff. Yeah, man. Amen. Yeah. And, and I, I just employ implore everybody please hmm. grab hold of that because it will set you free it will set you free when you truly understand your identity in jesus christ it will set you free right believing will right always believing. come before yes. right believing. believing right we, we the churches talk so much about uh our own performance mm -hmm. about w what you need to do now that you've received Jesus is quit smoking and mm -hmm. quit drinking and mm -hmm. quit overeating mm -hmm. and quit doing this and quit doing that and mm -hmm. start doing this and start doing that. When in reality, the, the truth of the matter is, is that our performance has absolutely nothing to do with it. Nothing. What we need to do is realize how we're thinking. That's right. Every Everything mm -hmm. that is going on in our lives, whether it be good or bad, mm -hmm. is a result of the way that we think. That's true. So if you're thinking those old faults, then you will continue to distribute and demonstrate that old behavior. That's right. You've been given a new root when you receive Jesus. Mm -hmm. Jesus is not a superficial God. Mm -hmm. He went straight to the root of the issue. He, he sure dealt did. with the root. So now when you understand the root, then you can begin to produce the fruit that mm -hmm. is connected to that root. Love, come joy, on. peace, patience, gentleness, kindness. Absolutely. All those things come because you realize that your root is Jesus. Yes. Amen. Okay. Oh, my goodness. So, ironically, your ministry is named Positive ID Ministries. How was that birthed out? What did that, how did that come about? Well, I believe that, um, you know, you have different examples in the word of the devil trying to steal identity. Uh -huh. He did it in the garden. Sure did. He told Adam and Eve that if they would do something in order to become something, then in reality they already were. Absolutely. And he's doing the same thing today. He's trying to get people to do something mm -hmm. in order to become something mm -hmm. that in reality they already are. He did the same thing to our Savior. He told him uh, when he was at his most hungry point at the temptation that yes. if he would turn these stones to bread. Mm -hmm. And Jesus, uh, if you are the Son of God, questioning right. his identity. Mm -hmm. I mean, obviously, 40 days before, he had gotten his identity and validation from God himself. Sure and when he was identified as the beloved Son in whom I am well pleased. True. So I, I just think that identity, knowing who you are, is the key to the Christian walk. Uh, if you don't realize who you are in light of what Jesus has already done, mm -hmm. then you will continue to demonstrate 
the residue, if you will, from the old root, Amen. the old man. And the old man died on the cross when Jesus did. That's true. So it's time for us to receive as a church who we really are in light of what he's done. That's so right. my question to most believers is, have you been positively identified? Ah. And your identity can only come from the throne room. <laughs> I am who I am says I am. Amen. Amen. And it's amazing when you begin to realize the spirit being sealed with God himself, with Mm -hmm. the Holy Spirit, that that spirit man is actually perfect. I mean, it is pure. It is holy. It is just. It is righteous. It is just like Jesus. Just like him. Just like him. So when you receive Jesus, you've actually not only become part of the family, but Mm -hmm. you become part of him. Amen. And you can't be separated from that love. No matter what you do, what you have done in the booth, in the back, in in the the corner, corner. in the dark. (laughs) Come on, somebody. Got some of that same training, amen? Amen. (laughs) (laughs) Amen. Well, we should sound alike, That's right, we should. All all of us Christians should sound alike. We should. We should sound just like him. Mm -hmm. People have such a hard time with faith, doctor. They They want to uh, try to persuade God with their faith, when in reality, the first person that was actually persuaded about our righteousness was God himself. Amen. He's completely persuaded that we are who he says we are. Now we've got to persuade one another. Yes. And, of course, we'll do that through the Word. That's right. Through the Word of God, which leads me to the fact that you've written three books. Your first book actually was birthed while we were at the Bible school. At the Bible school. Called From Meth to Manhood to Ministry. And that particular book is just talks it talks about your journey. It does. It's uh and I wanna say something. I wanna shout out to Doctor Wanda because I wouldn't have been able to write this book without her help. Aww. So I'm thankful. Amen. <laughs> My co author, if you will. Amen. I had this book in me. I wanted to birth this book while we were in school and ever I never will forget Doctor Norwood. We were coming in January after our first Christmas break. We started in spring, right. went nine months, and then January we're getting cranked back up. And uh-huh. I remember sitting on the stage in the administration building, uh-huh. and Dr. Norwood walked in and said, you know, you guys are about to write a book. And there were several that right then and there said, this this obviously is not for me. No. Uh, but I birthed this book in six weeks. It's um, man. It's, uh, it's, a, it's, it's a story. It tells some of the things that, that I was getting into that are um, – I won't use the word ashamed of them because mm-hmm. they are part of uh, what has brought me to this Absolutely. live radio station this Absolutely. morning. Absolutely. But um, I'm very thankful for uh, that we were pretty much made to birth it. So mm-hmm. I birthed it in six weeks. And it's 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 only eight chapters, but um, I tell people they can read it uh, <laughs> sitting on the toilet, but it may make your legs numb. Amen. <laughs> Is that legal on radio? Yeah, that's, that's legal, Bobby. <laughs> <laughs> Man, I'm telling y'all, he's keep us laughing like that in class. Um, your second book is Rightly Dividing, Seeing Calvary as the Dividing Line. What's that about, Bobby? Uh, this book, um, this was an amazing journey because I was uh, trying to get spiritual employment hours to graduate from the school. Okay. And I remember he, um, we were, I was selling Dr. Dollar's product. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was at a gathering of the Eagles, which is a very intimate yes. setting for him. Maybe 200 people there, yes. some of his closest lieutenants. Uh-huh. And, of course, all of them are in there listening to Dr. Dollar. Right. Nobody's out there buying products. So they told me that I could um, close the table, cover up the table, and go in there and listen. Uh-huh. So I listened to him, and I take great notes. Yeah. And I encourage you, if you're a Christian, when somebody's delivering the word, to take great take notes. Take notes. So I took great notes being in a setting that I probably uh, 
hadn't earned the right to be in, so to speak. I mm-hmm. knew I was privileged to get to sit in there. So I remember when we left, when I left after he was through teaching, I went back and as unco- soon as I uncovered that table, God spoke a word into me and he said, I just birthed something in you. Mm-hmm. And so I took the notes from that one hour mm-hmm. of listening to him and birthed this book. Of course, wow. it was expanded. Um, and it talks about the differences between uh, the way we treat different subjects such as salvation and faith and mm-hmm. closeness before the cross Amen. as opposed to after the cross. Amen. Um, forgiveness is one that I love to speak about because before the cross, Jesus said that you got to forgive in order to be forgiven. He said that in Mark chapter 11. Mm-hmm. That's red letter in our grandma's Bible. Amen. Right, right. right. Well, that, that's a pretty heavy thing to put on somebody. Let's let's say this lady has a dog that she's had for 15 years mm-hmm. and this dog goes out and goes in the next door neighbor's yard and does his thing and so the guy the next door neighbor comes out and actually shoots the dog well that lady knows enough about the teachings of Jesus that she realizes that she needs to forgive this man mm-hmm. so she forgives him she makes a conscious decision right then and there to forgive mm-hmm. but then she later that afternoon she gets in the car to go to the store and she realizes for the past 15 years every time she got in the car that dog We'll call her Susie, mm-hmm. got in the car with her. So now what does she have to do? She has to forgive the man again. Yeah. Later that night, she gets in the bed, mm-hmm. and she realizes for the past 15 years, she has never slept without this dog. Wow. So now what does she have to do? She has to forgive the man again. Forgiveness is a decision, but it can become a process. Right. But then you go in after blood was shed and after Jesus went to the cross, you go to the book of Acts, mm-hmm. and uh, uh Paul, or I'm sorry, the book of Ephesians, and mm-hmm. Paul said to that church to forgive even as, Amen. the same as, mm-hmm. God for Christ's sake hath, past tense, yes. already forgiven Already. You. So once you realize that you're forgiven because of what Jesus did, now you're empowered to forgive the guy yes. for killing the dog. Now you're empowered to forgive something that may have happened to your life that was absolutely heinous. Are your feelings still valid? Absolutely. Mm-hmm. So Jesus... We always have to remember when we're reading those Gospels that he was operating as a prophet that's, under the law. That's right. And every once in a while, he'd throw you a bone about grace. Mm-hmm. Throw you a bone. And today, you know, you may worship in Jerusalem, but there's coming a day when you will worship me in spirit and in truth. Amen. He's throwing them a bone of grace. He's yes. letting them know that as soon as I shed this blood now, we can start legally teaching this thing. Amen. That's why he told them to go into the upper room and wait. Yep. Wait for the anointing. Wait for the power. Sure wait for the burden-removing, yoke-destroying power of God to come on you so that you can teach this. Amen. So I'm, I, that's what the second book is about, is about uh, studying to show yourself approved. Amen. Mm-hmm. Amen. How, and how to rightly divide. The Amplified says accurately handle and skillfully teach the Word, Word of God. God. Amen. Yes, yes. I love the Amplified version. Amen. Love it, love it, love it. Um, your third book. Mm-hmm. Positively identify, and we're we're going to talk about that in the second half of the show. I'm on wait because I, I, I yeah, we're going to get into this Amen. one. So um, that's the wheelhouse. <laughs> oh my God, I am just enjoying this dialogue with you, Bobby, and I knew that it would be rich. Amen. I knew that it would be rich. Well, God's in love with us. So. Oh, He is so in love with us. I can't believe it. Man. I wake up every morning asking if He wants a refund. <laughs> And you know what he says to me every what? morning? He says, you're so silly, Shane. I, I knew you before the foundations of the world. So. Sure did. Come on. Sure did. Had us already in mind. Already. Isn't that amazing? Yeah. Man, I so tell good. you. Listen. I'm, a, I'm his favorite. I'll go ahead and tell you. Huh. I don't know. Oh, <laughs> oh. Pastor Wanda said, no, sir. I am. Y'all so funny. <laughs> well, ladies and gentlemen, it is now time for the Spiritual Fortitude Praise Break.
And our song for today is Intentional by Travis Green. The Spiritual Fortitude Phrase Break on 102.6 The Situation.
should tell me my name. And that was the Spiritual Fortitude Praise Break, Intentional by Travis Green. God is very intentional about everything he does, and I love it. I love it. He never ceases to amaze me. And he's not only intentional, but it's, it's just so purposeful and on time. And ah, I could get into that. Anyway, <laughs> the Spiritual Fortitude Praise Break is sponsored by Anointed Aromas, which is owned and operated by Apostle Lawanda Peters. Good morning, Apostle Peters. Love you. Anointed Aromas provides organic hand-poured candles, affirmation candles, wax melts, oils, room sprays, body sprays, and more. There are a wide variety of fragrances like cherry lime aid, sour green apple, pineapple, citrus blend, lemongrass sage, pineapple mango, sleep well, stress relief, and sinus relief to name a few. Order yours today at lawandapeters.com forward slash shop. <laughs> Bobby Shea is tripping. Yeah, I'm finna order some of that right now. <laughs> I'm telling you, those candles are awesome. They are so awesome. They are so awesome, Bobby, that I brought one in. I was like, let me just have a candle here in the studio. <laughs> Yo, I knew that was coming. Represent our sponsor and Rob loves the candle so much. He was like, Are you serious? It's not staying here. It's going on with me. He took it. Took it, man. He took it. But I totally understood because those candles are wonderful and they're definitely organically based. Smelling good is very important. It is. Amen. True aroma. Aroma Amen. is important. They used, that's why they had incense and all that in the temple. That's right. <laughs> Amen. They don't want nothing to stink. But uh, <laughs> So who you here right now, ladies and gentlemen, if you're just tuning in, is my guest, Dr. Bobby Shane Brooks the founder of Positive ID Ministries, and he's my brother. You know, we share um, a lot. We um, we went to World Changers Bible School together. We earned our doctorates at the International School of Ministry, and um, you did something for me. Hmm. And it was my cousin. His daughter was in the hospital up here. And um, she was going through, going through. And I, I could not get off work to go and pray with them. It was that serious. And the Holy Spirit told me to call you. And you went. And you met my cousin and his beautiful wife and my, and my, and my little cousin. And Bobby, I remember. Bobby, she is just thriving. Amen. Well, God answers prayer. Amen. He does. Amen. He does. He does. All, all that was appointed. It was. I, I'll never forget meeting them outside the hospital. We prayed outside. That's right. Because they, they were on their way to an appointment. Mm-hmm. And, and so was I, it seemed. Amen. Yes. <laughs> yes, sir. Yes, sir. But I just thank you so much because your yes was immediate. Amen. Without hesitation. And I will forever remember that. I appreciate that. When the Holy wow. Spirit told me he... I, I I didn't even have time to think, and he immediately said, "Call Bobby." Shane. Wow. Call Bobby. Wow. Blow blow me away. Man, I'm telling you. I'm thankful. I will never forget that. Wow. I'm thankful. Ever. So you, thank you. Where's the tissue box at? <laughs> <laughs> Good stuff. So we were discussing um, your books. So we talked about uh, your first book, which is 
From Myth to Manhood to Ministry, your second book, Rightly Dividing, and your third book, Positively Identified, What, Who, Where, and Why Are You? Now, I love the title, but ladies and gentlemen, if you saw the cover of this book, it is amazing. It is an actual tattoo of Christ on the cross Hmm. with the crown of thorns, and it is immaculately done. But it is the actual cover. It's it's powerful, and and yeah, those of you that tattoo, yeah, get over yourself. Seriously, get over <laughs> yourself. Get over yourself. Some of the most powerful people, in, most powerful people in ministry have tattoos. Sure. Okay. And Jesus pier- included. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Faithful and true. That's right. Come on, somebody. And piercings. Uh, we have ears pierced. Uh, now come on now, get get over yourself with that. So I need you to get over that. Um, but yes, Gord just just immaculately done that that artwork. Yeah, man, that's that's powerful. Very nice. But um, I uh I want us to get into it because you you are very 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 strong when it comes to talking about our identity in Christ. So positively identify. What exactly did you get into? With this particular book? <clears throat> well, I wanted to answer some questions, mm-hmm. some questions that I find people that have been born again or had relationship with Jesus for 10, 20, 30 years mm-hmm. really don't know how to answer, and it's because they don't understand the teaching of us being spirit. Right. Um, the first question that it answers is, what are you? Mm-hmm. And in order for you to understand any of this new covenant grace teaching, you must understand that you are spirit. Amen. And once again, that you possess a soul and live in a physical body. Amen. So I wanted to go into detail and kind of prove it like I would in a court of law, as if I was a defense attorney, present one side, Mm -hmm. uh, the side that uh, people have believed, the tradition, if you will, which I'll add to that, makes the covenant of no effect. That's right. We have to be careful what, what we think we've been taught in church, just like three wise men. Mm-hmm. The scripture doesn't say anything about three wise men. It does not. It just not. says wise men. That's came. right. And so we've believed that for so long that whenever we see uh, <laughs> uh, Christmas ornaments uh-huh. or see a manger scene, there's always three wise men. That is so true. And so it's uh, we've got to be very careful not to make the, the allow the tradition of men and what we may have been taught from our grandma and mm-hmm. our great-grandma to mm-hmm. make the covenant that we are actually under of no effect. So I want to make people sure that people know that their spirit and the who are you, mm-hmm. uh, answers who are you is a, um, a lot of people when you ask who are you or when you ask them what are you, they want to answer by answering who are you, by right. saying I'm born again, I'm a child of God. Uh, but I'll go deeper with it because I'll let you know that you are actually perfect. Amen. That you are actually, according to the book of Jude, you're faultless. Right. And you must understand spirit in order to understand that teaching because you're looking at the fruit of what you have been doing as opposed to looking at the root of who you really are. Amen. So I'll go into detail about that. Um, uh, and it, and it's super interesting. I find, I've, I've learned from... Uh, uh, Vanessa, who graduated with us, to, yes, to Vanessa be, Carmack. Be sure and read your own work, Amen. Mm-hmm. So, from time to time, those of us that are authors, it behooves us to go back and read the right. stuff that we've written. So, <laughs> I, I continue to still get revelation from Amen. stuff that I've written. But the where are you is the really uh, the wheelhouse of it because no matter where you're at in the earth, if you've received Jesus, you could be in San Francisco mm-hmm. or you could be in San Antonio. Mm-hmm. But no matter where you're at in the physical realm, in the spiritual realm, you will always be strategically located in Christ. Amen. And the word Christ 
people don't know it. They call themselves Christians and have no idea what that word means. That word is in the New Testament 538 times. Mm -hmm. There's only 27 books. So you would think that he's trying to tell us something by using that word. That is a Greek word. It's not translated. Right. So we need to translate that word and realize what it means. There are several words that aren't translated. Baptist, uh, baptized is not translated. Apostle, uh, gospel, all Mm -hmm. of those are Greek words. But the word Christ... Properly translated means the anointed one and his anointing. True. So when you identify yourself as a Christian mm-hmm. by being in Christ, what you're saying is that is that I can't be separated from the anointing. Amen. The anointing that removes the burden and destroys the yoke. You are forever a carrier of it. That's right. And God is wanting to demonstrate his power, his authority through the anointing that he has already placed on our lives. Uh, so it's really cool to realize that because of what he did at the cross, once again, I am who I am, says I am. And the, the why are you, Yes. you know, your purpose in life, sometimes that can be very, uh, it's very individualistic as far as answering it. Because I can't tell you what your purpose is. Amen. But I can tell you that God is telling you on a daily basis what your purpose is. And right. I can tell you that you have purpose. Amen. And I can tell you, according to the book of Philippians, that God will fulfill his purposes sure for will. you. And according to the book of Psalms, that he will perfect every single thing that can. Somebody needs Amen. to hear that this morning. Yes. No matter what's going on in your life, no matter mm-hmm. what kind of turmoil is up, no matter Come what on. kind of doctor's report, yes. no matter what you heard on Facebook yesterday, mm-hmm. the Lord, he himself will perfect that which concerns you. So yes. these things that are in our lives that concern us, we need to realize that God will perfect those things. Amen. So, um, what are you, who are you, where are you, and why are you? And I believe that when Christians have a running start to the answer of these questions, they're on their way to manifestation in the earth. Amen. And that's what we need to see more of. We need to see more of the church because of their identity and knowing who they are, mm-hmm. that they're able to actually bring heaven to earth. People think Christianity is a title, and it means that when you die, you're going to heaven. But true Christianity is about realizing who you are in light of what Jesus has already done. So now you have the authority. Now you have the capability to bring heaven, to bring all the things that heaven says yes to, to healing, to deliverance, Mm -hmm. to being made free, Mm -hmm. all of those things from sin, sickness, demons, or fear. Amen. Able to bring those things into manifestation where we can see them because we're living in a generation now these the generation that we see on the earth now really is not that attracted to the word <laughs> uh-uh. but they will look at you if you are a professed christian yes. and you become that epistle so yes. now they're looking to see what you do so someone who's an atheist that has a child that's sick and you have the authority to lay hands on that child and watch them recover mm-hmm. because of what jesus has done well now you've got an atheist that all of a sudden believes right amen, amen. so i believe that the signs the wonders and the miracles and the actual demonstration and the manifestation of what he's already done is for this time that's right for where we're at right now it's so. appointed time you amen. are so right i think the worst thing we can do is put him in a box yes and i i yeah that that happened to me this summer um, I I was, you know, just in prayer and everything, and I heard the voice say, take the limits off. Oh, yes. And when I did that, the floodgates opened. That's it. It that's opened. It. it opened. And even when we say 30, 60, 100-fold return, mm-hmm. that's putting him in a box. What if he's mm-hmm. wanting to do a 1,000-fold yes. return? Yes, yes. And, and, co- <laughs> and the new covenant, is not. he's not in the manufacturing business. Mm-mm. He's in the storage business. Yes, he is. So everything that pertains to life and godliness, we've already been given it. Yes, we we have, have it now. So that's right. what it is now in the new covenant is about realizing what's already been done. That's right. I need healing. I need healing. I need healing. I've been sick for 20 years. I need healing. And then you reach down in your pocket and you realize ever since you've been born again that you already have already, healing. Already. Already. 
I'll shout it. I'm healed. Hello? Amen. I'm, I'm delivered. Amen. Yes, sir. Delivered, set free. Amen. Anointed and appointed. Amen. Okay. Called, so, prepared, and equipped. Hello. Amen. You better come with that. Amen. I know that's right. Amen. Oh, my goodness. So tell me this. How can our listeners purchase your book? All of my books are available on Amazon. Okay. If you go to Amazon and uh, put my name in, Bobby Shane Brooks, they'll all come up. And I want to um, shout out a little bit about the work that I'm doing now. Okay. Uh, not only a chaplain at the prison, but oh. um, we uh, churches in Jackson's called Joshua's Place Church. Okay. Uh, we have an overcomers meeting every Thursday night at Amen. seven o'clock that lasts uh, a little over an hour. Cool. Um, we have a food bank the second and fourth Monday of every month, one fourteen Duffy Road. All you need is an ID, and it can be a prison ID, from what I understand. Oh, or awesome! It could also be a uh, library card, whatever it is. Amen. But we're f- la- I think last time we fed uh, over a thousand people. Get out! And, and it happens the second and fourth. Monday of every month. Okay. Um, I want to shout out to my mom and Aww. shout out to my lovely wife, Jill, and my two beautiful children, Levi and Sarah. Good morning. Thankful for the opportunity to be a dad, yes. be a husband. This new book that I'm writing is called Flip the Switch. Flip the Switch. What is that about, Bobby? It's it's about you realizing what you already have. <laughs> it's, it's about when you walk into a room and it's dark, you realizing that that is not the time to call Georgia Power, mm-hmm. that, that that is the time for you to walk over confidently to the switch that is on the wall and mm-hmm. flip the switch. Amen. God has given these believers in the earth authority, and he's not going to take it back. No. He will sit there and watch you die of a disease that you have authority over with tears rolling down his face mm. because he's not going to take the authority to deal with that disease back. We have that authority. Amen. We have it right now without measure. Mm-hmm. And I, I, my whole ministry is about introducing you to yourself. Amen. Amen. How you Amen. doing, Angela? Amen. Hey. <laughs> Hey, Hey, what's happening? What's happening, (laughs) man of God? I tell you, I thank you so very much for just coming and spending a little time with your sister. Oh, this was great. Man. Loved it. Awesome. My my Auntie Barbara texted me uh, during the praise break, and she was like, "Uh, uh, Dr. Brooks is preaching this morning. (laughs) So, yes, sir. Yes, sir. Can't help it, man. Yeah, I'm so man. sorry. It's in you. It's in yeah, you. You want to pour fire on it. Hello? Pour, pour gas on the fire, not yes, water on it. Yes, amen. sir. Don't water it down at I'm just all. A, I'm just a radical believer. Yes, I just believe that what he did is enough. It I'm is. completely persuaded and convinced that what happened at the cross is enough. Amen. I am a persuaded Christian. I don't need to see another miracle, mm-hmm. another salvation, any of that. Mm-hmm. I am completely convinced right now 100 percent. 100 percent. amen i'm telling you that's what makes us dangerous when we become convinced yes it is and the enemy definitely doesn't want that but sorry dethroned dearmed and defeated that's right amen and he knows it too amen his time winding up (laughs) his time is short amen very short that's why these labor pains keep coming up and everybody wants to go into a panic don't panic Mm -mm. because if you truly understand who you are in Christ you have nothing to be afraid of nothing at all at all amen I'm gonna, I, can I talk about fear real quick go ahead right um the, the uh you know the only disciple that was there when when he died was John mm-hmm. it was the sure, only disciple sure and he, he identified himself as the disciple whom Jesus loved mm-hmm. John the beloved mm-hmm. well the other 11 disciples heard the same teaching for three and a half years that's true but they weren't there because they were consumed with fear yeah. so the reason why John was there mm-hmm. is because perfected love 
Amen. cast out all fear. Sure. John didn't have to deal with fear. Amen. He didn't have any because he was persuaded that he was the beloved. Right. Well, listeners, I simply tell you now that you are the beloved. Amen. You're the reason why he did what he did. You're the apple of his eye. And I just believe what God has to say about you this morning. Amen. Amen. Love it. Received. Amen. Ladies and gentlemen, that was my guest, my brother from another mother, Dr. Bobby Shane Brooks. And I just want to thank you for tuning in this morning. It has been a blessed, blessed show. And I pray that you had an ear to hear and receive the message in itself. And let's go before God in prayer. Father God, thank you so much for a wonderfully set um, episode today. God bless Dr. Bobby Shane Brooks and his family, Father God, I continue to plead the blood of Jesus over him and his family and over everything that concerns him. Father God, thank you so much. I'm sorry for continuing to cover um, our families, the Kennel family, the Green family, the Jordan family, the Tiller family, the Evans family, and Father God, the Hudson family. We honor you so much for what you are doing and what you have done and what you're going to do, Lord. We know that all is well in Jesus' name. And Lord, over everyone that's listening right now and that will listen in the future, I want to lift up each and every person and ask you to continue to cover them and protect them from danger seen and unseen father god in the name of jesus we honor you right now we give you glory and praise amen in jesus name amen what's wrong with me sorry about that lord uh ladies and gentlemen you know the drill Tune in next week. I appreciate you rocking with me each and every Sunday. It means more to me than you will ever, ever know. Five things. Here we go. Number one, guard your heart. Number two, pack your patience. Number three, protect your peace. Number four, stay in your lane. And number five, walk in love. Take care, and I'll see you next week.